Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are continuing on with this process of helping you to build your dream life and to really make life your masterpiece. And we are going to keep working on this and working on this until you all start messaging me in my inbox every day and say, Kelly, we did it. We made it. We don't need to talk about this topic anymore. It's all come true. Let's move on. I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about lots of things here on the show. But today we're going to dig into the most important family and relationship rituals that Billy and I have developed in our lives to really cultivate our dream life together. And I have to uh, admit that there has been a lot, a lot of planning and preparation and discussion and intention that has gone in to getting us to where we are. And so I'm going to talk to you about six things today that are crucial to how we have cultivated our dream life and how we're living it now. And that doesn't mean we stop. It means we're going to keep setting a next level and a next level and a next level. But I want you to know that dreams do come true. And whatever you decide that you want your life to consist of, If you're willing to drop the stories, excuses, toxic vices, people that don't match and the willingness to break the promises that you make to yourself, you're going to make it happen. You are going to make it happen. And those five things that I just mentioned, I did an entire podcast digging into them. So if you missed that episode, uh, go ahead and find it and and look for the five things you're going to have to let go of in order to make your 1% life a reality. So just to give a little backstory for those of you that may not know our story, uh, Billy and I have been together for about 17 years now, and we are married. We have an eight-year-old daughter. She's about to turn nine. We have, uh, we dated for multiple years, engaged for multiple years before we got married, and uh, have just been super, super intentional from day one, even when we were dating about exactly what the construct of our life was going to be and what our family life was going to look like, how we were going to make decisions. And a lot of what we're living today was decided 17 years ago, to be honest. Uh, And it's just been constant iterations and evolutions of that plan. But, you know, I think that you know, a lot of business owners put so much energy and effort and time into planning and organizing in their business, but they don't put that same amount of time into planning and organizing their dream life with their spouse or their children or their grandchildren or the people in their life that they love. And so that's the first big recommendation that I would give you today is look at how much time you're spending organizing and planning in your business and make sure you're doing that, if not more, at home. Okay, so let's talk about these things that are really going to make a difference for you. The first thing that I want to talk about is clarity of roles, because a lot of people ask me, like, how do I maintain intimacy in my relationship and really focus on having a great marriage, being as busy as I am with the companies that I run and and what I do, right? And 
the the number one way that we still have the space and ability to focus on our marriage is that we have clarity of roles and we've set our life up to make our home life stress-free. And I really want to emphasize that. And I also understand that I'm coming from a place of privilege from the standpoint of I have a spouse. I, you know, I've been able to get myself to the point where, you know, I earn enough money that my spouse can be home. But it wasn't always like that. Those of you that know my story know from, know that I came from a family that lived in absolute extreme scarcity financially. And uh, I worked a full time job while I was building my business to set this up. And I did that for many years. So, This, again, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't a a flip of a switch. It was something that was planned and discussed and mapped out and then executed over a period of years. But what I mean by that is the world has evolved and culture has changed quite a bit to a point where the homemaker role, the house manager role in a lot of instances is not acknowledged. And if you date back, you know, a couple decades, you know, in almost all families, there was, you know, one individual that was working and and paying the bills. And there was one individual that was caring for the home and taking uh, the lead role in the, the parental responsibilities. And if you fast forward to today, in most instances, both spouses are working. And in many instances, both spouses, you know, are, are working in an extremely high pressure, fast paced, uh, you know, complex dynamic. And the homemaker job is a 40 hour a week plus, plus, plus job. Okay. I actually detailed this out and, and you know what, I'll link it in the show notes down below. So this will make it easier for you. I detailed out all of the the roles and responsibilities that need ownership at home, and we have complete clarity on who owns what. Now, for us, because our top priority was to foster a completely stress-free home life, where we were really, really focused on connection as a family unit, intimacy as you know a married couple, and developing an unbreakable bond with Madison. Our priorities for our relationship were very set in stone, which meant that all of our decisions were going to be in alignment with that. Billy and I decided back when we were dating, before we got engaged and long before we were married, that we were going to have one of us be home full time and that we wanted to make sure that this was the family dynamic that we were creating. We wanted to be uh, have the ability to put... Uh, a full focus, you know, on, on our home life. And, and that even played into how many children that we had. People ask me all the time, are you going to have more kids? I always say like, Hey, if, if God decides that we are, we will. Um, but you know, we decided to, to really focus on just one child because we had a really high sense of clarity around what we wanted our home life to look like and the amount of uh, attention and time that went into that. So all of that said, it doesn't matter where you're starting from today. It doesn't matter what life looks like today. Don't allow excuses to start creeping in to say, well, I already have three kids and I have this and I have that. You can change your life in an instant and you know you can decide with whatever your family dynamic is today, how do you want to evolve that dynamic to make it 
more rich and, and more uh, connected and deeper relationships and stronger bonds and what are changes that you want to make or that you're going to take and make in order to facilitate that. But the first thing for us was clarity of role. So we knew we wanted one person home. We knew we were going to have the other person be the, you know, the financial driver of the family. Uh, you know, that was decided long before we were married or had children. And we allowed that to evolve into the dynamic that we have today, which is that Billy has been home full time since Madison was born. He has been her primary t- caretaker since birth. Um, you know, and we have very, very clear ownership of different areas of the parental duties with Madison, as well as the responsibilities at home, everything from vendor management, house management, the bills, Madison's extracurricular activities, play dates, events at school, all of those things. And we each have different roles that we play in our family dynamic, but we each have things that we own. And that is the number one thing that I think causes arguments a lot of times is frustration between partners about who is supposed to be doing what and are you doing enough and are you doing what you're supposed to do and why am I feeling stressed out and I'm carrying too much load and you're not carrying enough and you know all of those things. When you develop role clarity, that allows both partners to own what they're going to own and function and know the expectations. And there's never an argument because you know who's doing what. And if you need your partner's help with the thing that you usually do, then you know to talk to them about it, right? It just makes it super, super easy. For us, it was very important to have one person at home because we didn't want Madison in daycare and we wanted to be able to have the freedom and flexibility for traveling the world and doing all sorts of things. This year, we're, you know, we're going to Vegas, we're going to Italy for a couple of weeks, we're uh, taking a month to travel and look at vacation homes. Like we just, we wanted the freedom to be able to do those things. And if one person has a job and then the other person um, has a business or if both people have businesses, you know, it, it can get, it can get really hairy. So first things first, role clarity. And as I mentioned already, I think a lot of stress comes from the fact that the homemaker role is a full-time role. And a lot of times one or both spouses are working now. And then what happens is either one person is trying to pick up an extra 40 hour a week job on top of that, or both people are picking up an extra 20 hours a week on top of that. And it gets really, really stressful and you're burning the candle at both ends. So, you know, this was one of the things for me why I was willing to work full time in my corporate job and build my business at night and on the weekend was that I wanted to get the business to a place where it could pay for and support and allow us to be able to hire help in the house and with all sorts of things from a vendor standpoint, and then also be able to afford to have Billy home full time so that he could do the house management and and vendor management and Madison, you know, schedule and and driving to and from work and all that good stuff. So, you know, I I think really thinking about that. and, And again, this is something that, you know, if you're thinking about this as I'm listening, you're like, hey, that, you know, that sounds good. I think that's something I'd like to do. The first thing is like, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want the dynamic to look like? What steps do you need to take to make that a possibility and a reality? And then, you know, how can you and your spouse work together to make it happen, right? 
So role clarity is the first thing that I can't emphasize enough and understanding that there's over 40 hours a week of just the homemaker responsibilities that don't even include or account for just the time that your kids are home and and that your family is home and that there's just the need to be present and be available, right? Whether it's for homework or for extracurriculars or, you know, whatever the case. So you can look at that list um, that we'll link in the show notes there if you want to check that out and get a little bit more clarity on that. So role clarity is number one. And the second thing is realistic family dynamic. And that's really what I was just talking about. I worked for years full-time with a business on the side even far beyond where I needed to until my business was doing a million dollars in revenue, I was still working my full-time job. I did that to create security for my family and to make sure that above all else, we had a stress-free home life and that Billy was able to truly dedicate his life and his energy to Madison. And that has paid off absolutely beyond belief, like beyond my wildest dreams. I I say all the time, my number one best decision was marrying Billy. My second best decision was, you know, allowing, you know, Billy to step away from from working and and be able to really work in a different way um, on our family and, and on our home and with Madison, because it's just it's paid dividends in in a million and one ways already. But having a realistic family dynamic, whether you're going to hire help, whether you need to get a house manager, a cleaning person, um, you know, vendors, you know, whatever it is, you need a chef, you know, all of these things. If you're listening to this today and you're well enough to work, you're well enough to uh, either take on some extra clients or to uh, be a, a little bit more intentional with your time and energy and effort and hard work to channel it into the support that you need at home to complement the support that you need at work. And I think a lot of times people don't think about the help that they need at home in the same way that we think about the help that we need in the business, but it's absolutely just as demanding, if not more. And it's so, so important. The third big thing is having a vision, a set of beliefs and values for your family and for your dream life. And that means that there's a very, very crystal clear end state of what you are designing as a family. There is a specific end goal that drives every decision that you make. And in that end goal, every decision that you make becomes very, very clear. And you need to talk about that vision. You need to talk about your beliefs. You need to talk about your values. You need to really have absolute and total clarity on where you're going as a family, why you're going there, what your priorities are, what you will and will not tolerate, what you are and are not willing to have as a part of your life. What are the things that are an absolute must to you? And this does not mean that you agree on everything. So let me let me back up there for one quick second. If you get to know Billy and I as a couple, you will crack up and you will say, You are the two most opposite people I ever met. Billy and I are very, very different. Billy is a musician. He's a total empath. He is a reader like beyond anything I've ever seen. He's a researcher. He's a a truth seeker. He's just an unbelievably incredible human being. But him and I are so different. We don't agree on everything. And that's absolutely okay because we both challenge each other all the time. We have dialogue and debate and open conversations, and that's totally fine. And I love that dynamic, 
right? So when I say having shared vision, beliefs, and values, it doesn't mean you need to agree on everything, but it means you do need to agree on what your what your family is going to look like, what your vision is for the future, where you see yourselves, what you're creating, what are your priorities as a family, what is it that you're working towards, what is like the end goal. If you both drew the masterpiece and you weren't allowed to see what you each put on the paper, you know, are, are you are you writing the same things? Does the picture look the same or does it look totally disconnected and different? Like that's what you have to really look at here. So that's the third big one. The fourth one is really taking the time for deep discussion around decisions that you're making. Billy and I discussed buying a house in Florida hundreds of times. We laid in bed at night and we looked at properties on the beach in Florida for, oh gosh, I mean, I want to say probably years before we actually made that move. Um, You know, every decision that we've made we have discussed in such enormity on so many occasions and looked at it from so many different angles, the probabilities and, you know, what could happen and is this the right decision and if this, then that, and what does this mean and how does this impact us and how does this impact Madison? And so making time in your relationship for deep discussion Versus just the transaction of living together and the busyness and, you know, every once in a while we have a date night and that's our our moment to connect. You know, taking time for discussion about decisions and really working through like what what you're going to do and, and why you're going to do it and what result you want from making this decision and then figuring out what the exact right decision is. And that goes, you know, hand in hand with the next one, which I would say is one of the most important ones, which is your family rituals. Family rituals are so important, uh, especially if you're a business owner. It's really, really important that every year you do some type of like vision boarding exercise, you know, with your family where everyone understands like, what are you working towards? Because you're going to be putting in a high level of intensity around what you're doing and you're going to need the support of your family. And there's going to be times where, you know, you might need to travel for a speaking engagement or a conference, or, you know, you may need to say, Hey, like I need to go in earlier. I need to stay later. You know, I need to not be available, you know, for this day, I need to go on a silent retreat. There are accommodations you're going to be asking your family to make as a business owner. And, There has to be family rituals where when your family sees you working the way that you do, that they're crystal clear on why you're doing what you're doing and that everybody's on the same page in terms of exactly how it impacts them, exactly how it impacts them. That is like so, so crucial. I can't even emphasize that enough. Okay. So We do a family vision board exercise at the beginning of the year, each year, me, Billy and Madison do this together. And we each go around and we share 
the experiences we want to have for the year, the things that we want to do, the places that we want to go, and obviously the things that we want to buy if there is something that we want to buy. We're not like big things people, um, but like this year, for example, we're going to buy a vacation property, right? So like, you know, it, it it's so important that there's shared vision and shared goals and, you know, that everyone understands why you're doing what you're doing. And it, it all just fits together perfectly like these puzzle pieces that go into this masterpiece of your dream life. And when you communicate, your family then can support you. When you're launching, your family knows exactly why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, and, and by the way, this makes sense. And this is relevant whether you're an entrepreneur or you're an entrepreneur, right? If you're launching and you're going hard for nine days straight and you're less available, your, your family should understand, your kids should understand, this is the commission I'm going to earn. And this is what the result for our family is going to be. And this is how this is going to impact our family goals, right? I think so many times entrepreneurs set these really big goals and vision and they have, they're like a legend in their own mind of the story of what they're building and creating, but they forget to bring the people that they love along the way with them. And then there's almost like, resentment for the lack of access or the lack of availability that you have. And so it's so, so important that that bond is just unbreakable and that there's so much communication and so much clarity around each and every decision that you're making. And this is why when I taught the, um, the session on the millionaire time secrets at the end of the year. For any of you that haven't gotten it yet, we still have a few, just a handful left of the 2023 planner. You can go to www.uemerch.com and get that. And when you do, you get the millionaire time secrets training. And I literally walked you through these rituals that we do and how to plan out the order of what you put on the calendar for the year with prioritizing the core family objectives first. And it will completely change the dynamic of your relationship with the people that you love. That's all I can say. And you got to get the training. And the training is free when you get the planner. If you haven't gotten the planner, go to uemerch.com. If you got the planner, but you didn't watch the training, the training was free with the planner. So go watch it. It'll change your life. Absolutely. So family rituals. And, you know, we can go deeper and deeper and deeper into family rituals in a lot of different realms, right? Like I have my special rituals that I do with Madison where, you know, we we pray together every day. We do our gratitude exercises every day. Like we have rituals that we do. Billy and I have rituals that we do every single week. We meet and we discuss our financial plan and we discuss our family plan and we do a status check. Um, you know, of our net worth and, and we assess where we're going and, and what we're doing and why. And, you know, he checks in with me as to, you know, what, what's happening with the business and, you know, how are things progressing? So anyway, all of that said, all of that said, whatever you want, you can have. I, I can't say it enough because I came from a family dynamic that was so opposite of everything I'm describing here. If you told me that this is what I would be doing and this is how I'd be running my family uh, when I was growing up, I would have laughed because this is the most opposite experience that I had growing up that you could ever possibly imagine. But I always say that whatever you learn from your parents, you either learn things that you want to perpetuate and that you want to recreate and that you want to become, or you also learn things that you want to do differently. And, and it's fine that there's both. There's both for me. 
There's things that my parents did amazingly well that I love them and honor them and appreciate them and in such immense gratitude for. And there's a lot of things also that I've chosen to do completely opposite of the way that I was raised and the way that decisions were made. And and they live both in my world, right? Like both of those dynamics are in my world. So, you know, I would just recap the session by saying that these, you know, these core kind of uh, six things, um, the family rituals, the realistic family dynamic, the clarity of roles in your family, the vision, beliefs, and values, the deep discussion, and the goal setting, you know, these things are just absolutely huge catalysts for building your dream life because it has to be in conjunction with the people that you want to be a part of it. And so make sure entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that it's not you in your own mind setting this big vision and setting these big goals without remembering to bring the people that you love along for the ride with you. I hope this episode was helpful. And please remember that sharing is caring and help us spread the word about The Kelly Road Show by passing it along to someone that you love. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.